I don't want to be an alarmist, but it has come to my attention that in no more than six, maybe seven months max, an entire year somehow has passed. So this is problematic for several reasons, but we don't need to go into my lecture on time dilation right now. Instead, I want to focus on the good, which is that it's time for the sixth annual Little Bird Marketing Holiday Spectacular Spectacular. Now take a moment and recall with me the turbulent ride that has been the last two years. I can't think about recording this podcast without thinking about last year, socially distanced, masked up, freaked out, largely working from wherever we were when the lockdown hit, which may or may not have been from home. This year has been equally hectic with variants, mask wars, vaccine wars, elections, insurrections, lots of Karens, cargo ships stuck in canals. That was fun though. NFTs, and also wasn't the ocean on fire for a little bit too? but there have been a lot of good things this year. So a couple of things I'm very thankful for. First of all, we have an amazing new office being built and underway. I know you are all thinking, why on earth? But we know why, it's the most amazing new nest and we're excited to invite you to see it next year. Also, we had our first overseas little bird join us. So we have Norbert hailing from Spain and we can call him our little pajaro instead. For me personally, it was a big year with my daughter, Maya, going off to art college. Here at work, one of the things that I am so thankful for is the amazing peeps here at Little Bird Marketing. And one of the coolest moments for me this year was when we were in an internal meeting and we were talking about our core values. With a lot of new peeps here in the nest, for some of them, it was their first introduction to our core values. I'll share them here just for a quick second. Number one, care deeply. Number two, finish strong. Number three, stay gold. Number four, be true. And I liken these two, number one, give a shit. Number two, get shit done. Number three, be the shit. And number four, don't talk shit. So whichever way you wanna understand our core values, it works for me. So with that general spirit of joy, let's dive right in. As always, we'll have music, stories, fun, and games along the way. Here we go. holiday trivia time. It just wouldn't be a holiday spectacular spectacular without some kind of a trivia game. We've done a lot of fun ones in the past, but here we go with a really fun one of holiday obscurities. So let me assure you that you don't know the answers to these. And also I might remind you, you cannot use the Google, right? So I have with me Simone, William, and Jared. How are you guys feeling? Feeling pretty lucky? I'm feeling great. <laughs> That did not convince me, Simone. (laughs) I'm doing great. Is sheer terror a valid answer? 
sheer terror. Yes, you can you can be full of sheer terror. That is completely acceptable. I think that's the best place to start a trivia game, to be really honest. So, all right. So here we go. I'm going to ask the question and then each of you will get to give me your alleged answer. <laughs> and then we'll see how we did. So the first one, when was the first Christmas card sent? Option A, 1777. Option B, 1843 or 1902. Ladies first, we're going to start with Simone. A, B, or C, sis? I'm going to say, I'll go with C. I C, don't know how okay. Far she goes for 1902, turn of the century. All right. William, what about you? B, split the difference. Split the difference. Oh, so it's scientific. That's what it is, huh? All right, Jared? I'm going to go with A, because I think Ooh. you're after the independence of the United States is worth sending a Christmas card for. <laughs> I'd like to think someone sent one to England and gloated. Well, that's interesting. Um, however, you are wrong. <laughs> but I, I like where you're going with this. <laughs> the answer is B, Mr. William, for splitting the difference. <laughs> All right, number two. Which country created eggnog? A, Germany. B, France, or C, England. So William, you're going to start this time. Germany. Okay, and before I move on, do you like eggnog? Do you partake in the nog of the egg? During the holiday season, um, my blood is like 80% eggnog. (laughs) That's like the one year that Leighton ate nothing but cookies for 30 days. All right, Jared, you're up. Um, I'm going to say England. Okay, that was a clue. You're up. You're up. Hmm. Uh, well, further north, uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. No, they're all Europe. So, I mean, it wasn't really that much of a clue. So <laughs> you went with England. Do you drink of the nog of the egg? I've never had any <gasps> nog of egg before. Never. My she wife loves it. it. I've never had it. The things we find out in these holiday spectacular spectaculars. This is, I don't know. It's earth shattering. Okay. Simone. So what'll it be? I'll go with Jared. I think it's England. You think it's England. Okay. Well, Jared and Simone, you are correct. And now that brings us to a tie. So right now, coming into question number three, the first U.S. president to celebrate Hanukkah at the White House was who? William Taft, Calvin Coolidge, or Harry Truman? So Jared, you're up first. Oh, I should know this. I'm going to say... Truman. It's going to say Truman. All right. Simone? I'll go with A. A, William Taft. All right. What about you, William? There was William Taft, Calvin Coolidge, or Harry Truman? I'm going with my boy Coolidge. Calvin Coolidge. Okay. I thought with the Williams, you might go with the William, but it really wouldn't have mattered because you're wrong. And uh, Jared is right with Harry Truman. Also, Missouri boy, you know, right out of Lamar. So that's some other interesting little trivia been to his birthplace. Any hoozles, let's move on. So number four, in what country do children on the naughty list get rotten potatoes in their shoes? So Simone, we're coming back to you. It's A, Iceland, B, Russia, or C, Wales. I feel like it's Russia. Okay, you feel like that sounds Russian. I'm not going to ask I feel like that's very cruel and Russia would be country to do it. Very cold, very cruel. Okay. All right, William, what do you think? Iceland, Russia, or Wales? I'll go with Iceland. It's going with Iceland. Okay, Jared, you're up. 
I think Iceland too, because uh, rotten potatoes are a good vodka fodder. So it's not Russia, surely not. Oh, they wouldn't. They wouldn't uh, use them. They wouldn't. Um, mm-hmm. Couldn't spare them. I get. I like. I like this reasoning. Well, what's interesting is that your reasoning won you an answer. So it is a Iceland. So apparently, big brains are winning here. All right. So just to kind of refresh here, we've got Jared in the lead with three questions right. William with two, and Simone. Come on, only one. But yet you were feeling so good at the beginning of it. So. All right. I was so confident, wasn't I? <laughs> okay, well, I'm just telling you in one of the other sections in this holiday spectacular, spectacular, I got spectacular number of things wrong as well. So <laughs> you're in good company, sis. All right, number five, both the idea of bringing a tree inside and the blown glass ornaments originated in what country? So William, you are up first. Either A, Hungary, B, Germany, or C, Norway. I will put my eggs in the Germany basket again. Okay. Do you know the word for eggs in German? No. (laughs) I do not either. That was not a trivia question. Okay, Jared. (laughs) Hungary, Germany, or Norway? Uh, I would say Germany too. All right. Simone, you're up. I'll be different. I'll say Norway. Oh, that's too bad. (laughs) Because you would have got one right. I really should follow the leader here. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Now I do have a, uh, I do have a tiebreaker, even though we don't have a tie, I'm still going to go for the bonus question. <laughs> and you know, Jared, you've got four, right? William, you've got three, Simone, you have one, but what do you think boys, if she wins this one and you guys don't get it right, she wins all of the, all of the potatoes in Iceland. That's how it works. Yeah. Oh, that's, how, that's how it works. <laughs> um, okay, here's the bonus question. All it's for it, the whole thing's out here for Simone. The world's largest ornament was how many feet in diameter? 10, 15, or 20? So, Jared, I'm going to let you go first. Mm. I'm just going to say 20. He's going for 20. Okay. I'm going to let Simone answer last. William, what are you going for? I will split the difference again and say 15. <laughs> I, I notice a theme here, William. <laughs> All right, I Simone, mean, what I, do you think? Now, did this ornament, was it able to fit on a tree? I do not know. I know nothing about this trivia except for what Leighton has provided for me. <laughs> and that kind of sums up a lot of my life. Um, oh, let's just say 15. 15. Well, boys... Simone got 15 right. So I feel like, you know, even though Jared was in the lead, William got four and came back up in here because he got this last one right. I feel like we could just give it all to Simone because she got the last bonus. Don't pity me. (laughs) I don't want your pity. Get this corn out of my face. My Christmas present to you, Simone. You win. (laughs) Well, thank you for participating. So I'm not really sure who the winner is, but I think you're all winners. Oh, thank you. I disagree. <laughs> I
now it's time for Cold Weather Hot Takes. This segment is brought to you courtesy of William's extensive opinions on Christmas lights. Cold Weather Hot Takes is an opportunity for the peeps to share and defend an against-the-grain opinion related to the holiday season. This is a judgment-free zone. We'll let you know if you've crossed the line. I'll go first. I remember as a kid, my mom telling me that she used to get socks and underwear for Christmas. That seems like a rip. But my cold weather hot take is that I don't think enough people are talking about the fact that I wear a size nine shoe, but when I go to buy socks, it's sizes nine through 11. I mean, where's the science in that? How does that work? My name is Brittany Hutchinson. I'm a digital transformation director at Little Bird. And here's my hot take on the holidays. People who have the audacity to have their birthdays the same week as Christmas. Three of my own immediate family members, the 24th, the 25th, and the 26th. How do I... There is no budget. Hi, I'm Jared. I'm the SEO HubSpot manager and photographer at Little Bird Marketing. And this is my Christmas hot take. Your beautifully decorated Christmas cookies taste like garbage. Sugar cookies aren't even good to begin with, and somehow they taste even worse, lacquered with all that nasty colored frosting. Ugh, please, just make a cheesecake or something. Anyway, that's mine. All right, guys, I am Maggie Forsey here. I'm a content strategist at Little Bird. And uh, my hot take on Christmas, there's nothing that annoys me more when people decorate their cars. I do not want to see Rudolph rolling down the street. I hate those, those antlers and those round red noses. Don't put a bow on your car. <laughs> Just save it for your house, please. This is Norbert. I'm a content marketing strategist at Little Bird. And this is my hot take. I very much dislike the social pressure around this time of the year. You have to get together with your family just because they're your family and you don't see them very often. You see them maybe once in a blue moon and you need to go to your aunt's house and then you need to go to your cousin's house and then you need to go to your third cousin's house or to your neighbor's niece's house and you need to tolerate inappropriate questions from half-drunk family members and pretend to have a jolly good time. You also need to live with heartburn for a week because you need to eat 4,000 calories a day for a week. So that's fun. And just when you think it's over, then comes New Year's. And for New Year's, you have to do something. You have to go somewhere because if not, then you're a social pariah and you're an outcast. Come on, it's just another day like any other. My name's Bethany and I'm the operations manager here at Little Bird Marketing. My hot take for Christmas would be the inflatables that you see in people's houses. They just look very commercial-like to me and not so much like family and tradition, which are really important to me. I'm Clay Humbard, and I'm the digital services manager at Little Bird Marketing. And my hot take for this winter season is that Elf on the Shelf is a scheme for parents to find something for their kids to do. But they sell millions of them. The parents like move it around at night. And then there's like another thing that you can buy. It's a little reindeer and it's a separate buy. But it's only like 20 bucks for a little stuffed deer. So there, there's an elf on a shelf 
industrial complex. <laughs> Correct. They're <laughs> producing them like crazy. I think it's just stupid. My name is Simone, and I am a content marketing assistant here at Little Bird Marketing. And my hot take is that organized family photo shoots for Christmas cards are far too forced. First of all, kids don't want to take the photos at all. And you have to take the photos far in advance, November at the latest. So Christmas-themed photos in October and November are completely ridiculous. And you also have to stress yourself out about getting all of your cards to the post office in time prior to the Christmas time post office rush. So all in all, organized family photo shoots for Christmas cards is all around a ridiculous amount of unnecessary stress during the holidays. Hello, this is Leighton. I am an executive vice president at Little Bird Marketing, and this is my extremely divisive hot take. Caroling. Nobody likes it. You may think, yeah, I like caroling, but you don't like caroling. You like the idea of caroling. Seems fun enough. Get together with some friends, sing some songs, have a good time, right? And truly, it is all fun and good right up until you go out and actually start doing the caroling, at which point you realize it's 28 degrees, there's snow all over the place, you can't walk, you can't sing, you can't feel your hands, you can't feel your toes, you're not drunk enough, and largely, nobody seems particularly chuffed at your spontaneous appearance. I've been on both sides of the caroling experience. I've been the caroler and the carolee. And I can tell you, if you're sitting in your house, minding your business, maybe watching a holiday movie, and you hear a knock-knock on the door, the very last thing that you want is to be dragged from your comfortable couch to stand in the door frame of your front door, forcing a smile at a group of strangers, or worse yet, people that you actually know, for who knows how long. Is that a Christmas medley? Could be another half hour. Are we doing all 12 days of Christmas? In my life, I have seen many unhappy people, but I've never seen a face more crustfallen than the face of a friend who answered the door to be greeted by a group of carolers. I'm William. I'm a graphic designer here at Little Bird Marketing. I'm Amanda. I'm a content marketing strategist. Um, and we're here to gatekeep Christmas lights. You thought you had one last moment of sanctity in your holiday season? You're wrong. Um, I love Christmas lights. They've been a part of my life forever, except for the 15 years when my family was too lazy to put them up. Um, but then they, they still would have been part of your life. Yes. Because you would have seen them around. You, you drive around and you look at them in the car with your family in exactly. silence every year. Now, I have, I have a post-it note here okay. with my Christmas-like color tears. Okay. This is very important, and I'm going to see if you agree with these. Okay. So, here I am to tell you there are three good colors of Christmas lights. If you had to go with just one color... Wait, on the count got, of three, yeah. we have to say our number one color. Okay. One, two, three. Yellow. Yellow. Yes. It's the classic color. There's a reason why, like, when you go into a building, all of the lights are warm white. It's Who doesn't welcoming. love warm white? Yes. It's lovely. Now, there's an important distinction there. Warm white is not cool white. Cool and white... cool white is not cool whip. Yes. <laughs> it can't be said enough. Warm white is lovely and inviting. Cool white is cold and institutional. And it's if you like think you're it in looks, the hospital. Yes, you're absolutely correct. I think that's it. That's all we have to say on, on, on the white matter. Go for the incandescent look. I don't care if it's um, worse for the environment. Aesthetics are what matter here. You can't go wrong with warm white lights. Yes. I think there are two other objectively good colors. One, two, three. Green red. and red. 
and green. <laughs> those are the Christmas the colors. The classic Christmas colors. It's obvious. I don't like those colors by themselves, though. They need yellow with them, I think. Or they, I don't, even. Or with each other. Yeah. But, like, if it's all red, it's. You get, like, airport landing strip vibes. Yeah. And if, if it's all green, no, green <clears throat> is just a lot. I feel like it's harder to look at by itself. Like, ideally, you should mix those three colors. In the acceptable tier, we have multicolor Christmas lights. Oh, a lot of people okay. just do those. That's fine. But lately, they have been making them brighter and brighter. Mm-hmm. And I don't like it. Like, they're LED, like those awful car headlights that you look into. Like, it's blinding. They're Gotta blinding. Be visible it hurts your space. eyes. I think if you get, like, the big retro bulbs that are kind of duller, uh, yeah. that's the way to go. And you'll get the the gingerbread house look on your house. That's great. Things are classic for a reason. And in the not awful tier is teal, which is kind of a rare one. Crucially, it's a light greenish blue. And it's like, I wouldn't do that. But I have seen like that light teal color be not awful. That doesn't hurt my eyes. And you could do worse. In the wrong holiday tier... There's three colors, which I have seen people put up as Christmas lights. Purple, pink, orange. Orange! Orange. Don't put up orange and purple holiday lights for Halloween and just leave them for months to cover Christmas as well. You think Santa's lazy? You think he just rolls out of bed, puts on his Halloween costume to deliver your (laughs) presents? (laughs) Leaves his Halloween costume on to deliver your presents. And then there's a very special terrible, criminal category of Christmas lights. And it's dark blue. They shouldn't be on your house. They're painful. You can see them in the daytime. You're on... You're blinding Santa. You're blinding Santa. He's gonna crash his sleigh. And all of the children will be presentless for Christmas. And that concludes the Christmas light section. Moral of the story here is if you can look at your lights... For five minutes and not have a headache, you're probably fine. That's the key. Layton again. Hello, Priscilla. Hi. <laughs> so last week after the holiday party, we put together a little survey for the peeps using a Slack poll. It's a holiday version of Would You Rather, and I thought it would be fun not only to get your opinion, but also to see how you think the peeps in the office voted. I uh, participated in this also, and I was very surprised at some of the winners, so I am curious to see how you feel. So I'm supposed to have a crystal ball? Is that what's going on here? <laughs> that would be cheating but it would also be probably very helpful. Let's go. Number one, cider or hot chocolate? What's your pick? You know, having grown up in Spain, I'd have to say neither unless it's chocolate, but I'm not a hot cider person. So definitely hot chocolate if I had to choose. As far as the take on the office, gosh, 
we've got a lot of non-coffee drinkers. So it's really hard to say what they would prefer. I'm going to go with hot chocolate. I think they're a little bit more, more on the sweet side of things. You are correct. Woo! 62% of the office prefers hot chocolate over cider. Oh, we have stats. This is even better. This is a very scientific poll. Extremely scientific. All right, hit me with the next one. Number two, mittens or gloves? Oh, 100% gloves. I mean, what can you do with mittens on? Nothing. I mean, they're cute, but you can't get anything done. So I'm going to go with gloves. And what does the office prefer? I'm going to go with mittens because our office is pretty stylish and I think they'd like the look of it all and kind of the traditional like fun, you know, snow version of it. So that's my guess. I was also expecting that mittens would win, but they got decimated. (laughs) Well, good. So I'm on the right side because gloves rule. That's right. 92% of the office prefers gloves. Okay. Number three, candy canes or gingerbread peoples? You know, I don't like either one. These are really hard. I guess I'll go with gingerbread peoples because I like doing that kind of thing with my kids. In fact, we have a little like a karate guy. He's a ninja bread man. I love that. And so we make those. So I'll have to go with the gingerbread peoples, but as long as it's a ninja bread. Um, What does the office prefer? I'm going to go with gingerbread. We got a lot of uh, good bakers in this office. So I'm going with gingerbread peoples. Absolutely correct, but it was a tight one. Only 54% prefer gingerbread peoples. Ooh, so I'm just barely right. Okay, all right, let's see if I can get better here. Number four, sledding or snowball fight? Okay, hands down sledding, so much more fun because, I mean, ooh, you know, that's like, (laughs) I'm all about the rush. Now, would they like a snowball fight or sledding better? I'm going to think that our office, they're up to shenanigans a lot. So I'm going with the office said snowball fight. That is also what I expected, and I was wrong. I'm sorry, you're also wrong. <laughs> so what you're saying is that when I'm wrong, you're also wrong, so you and I basically are are wrong together. Collectively wrong. Yes, absolutely. I was so shocked by this when I had to sit down for a few minutes. 85% of the office prefer sledding over snowball fights. That's all but two people, and those two people are our very own, Corey and Norbert. See, you know... Shocking. I think that's interesting because, you know, I think that the snowball fight just being iconic and a great scene from Elf would be amazing. But I think it's always like it lets me down because I think I'm going to be better at it. But I actually really can't throw worth a crap. So it makes snowball fights not fun. It's the sports element. I feel you on that. Okay. Second to last. Lots of little presents or one big present. Wow. Man, who came up with these? These are tough. Okay. Um... I'm going to say lots of little presents is what the office said, but I'm going for a big present. I like to do experiences. I'd like to go on a trip or my husband's bought me a guitar one year. I got a sup board one year, you know, so I like just one present and that's it for me. But I think that the office likes lots of little presents. And the only reason I'm going to guess that is because when we do the saran wrap ball gift, I mean, people in this office get nuts and that's where you have like that huge saran wrap ball. I think this year I wrapped probably like two grand worth of stuff in there. Also a can of spam because that's good. You know, you got to have your can of spam. <laughs> I was afraid someone was going to get injured when that can of spam came flying out of there. Exactly. Um, and so everybody, you had to put on oven mitts and then you try and undo the saran wrap ball and they get so excited that I'm thinking they prefer lots of little presents. I'm sorry to have to inform you. 
The majority of the office feels the same way you do. One big present. But, I suck at this game. <laughs> no, this one was also super close. 54% preferred one big present. I'm feeling like maybe my leadership style might be a little bit maybe askew by the fact that I'm not getting any of these right. I have been equally surprised by about half of your answers. Okay, that's good. Okay, well, what's this last one? Maybe I can redeem myself. Okay, number six, in-store shopping versus online shopping. Okay, 100% for me, online shopping. So that's just hands down. And I like to be done very early because I like to actually enjoy Christmas parties. So what does this team prefer? Oh, man. I'm going to go with online shopping, too. I think these guys are pretty into it. And I think for some of them, that's all they've done. So I'm going with the office thinks online shopping. I'm sorry. That is incorrect. (laughs) I was so surprised by this one. 54% prefer in-store shopping. And I can't wrap my head around that because I hate in-store shopping. Yes, I really do, unless I like go to Chicago to go shopping for Christmas or go to New York to go shopping for Christmas or something like that when I'm on the road. Mm -hmm. But I don't like to just go somewhere. To me, it feels like an errand. Yeah. There's so many people. (laughs) Leighton, also, the problem that it poses for you is that you might actually break a sweat. And we all know that your one of your life goals is hashtag never break a sweat. Right. What if somebody touches me? Well, this has just been fascinating. Thank you, Priscilla, for sharing your answers. Very intriguing and also wonderful to learn so many new and different things about the peeps. One other important thing that we learned is I probably should poll the team a little more often. (laughs) I wonder if I could find a good survey company who could do that for me. (laughs) We'll include some fun graphics for these would you rather questions in our social media so you can find that carousel and have a little fun this holiday season. This year, we did a little something different for our clients as we are apt to do. We sent out a DIY felt ornament kit made by an independent artist. We'd love to see how those turned out for you. Feel free to share them with the hashtag LittleBirdMarketing. We hope you enjoyed another Little Bird Marketing Holiday Spectacular Spectacular. If you have suggestions for some crazy stuff we can do next year, we'd always love to hear from you. No matter what you're doing this season, have a happy holiday and a happy break from marketing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.